Welcome to Into the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM Wave 94. Once again, Happy New Year. I'm still saying it. It is 2020. This is going to be a year of blessings, of breakthroughs for those of us who belong to Christ Jesus. I'm just telling you that this is going to be a great time for us this year. And yes, we will have trials and yes, we will have issues, but we are going to be blessed out of our socks. This is also 5,780, which is the Jewish calendar. So this is going to be great, great, great. And today the Holy Spirit has me talking to you about finances. That's right, money. That's right, gold, silver, CDs, bonds. That's right. God wants to talk to us about money. As you know, spiritual believers, I am a tither. That means I give 10% of my income first to the Lord. 10% of all my increase, 10% of whatever God gives me, I give it first to God. And I have had many blessings when I first started doing it. The first thing that came upon me was peace. Yes, that's right. Because I had a lot of worries. I had a lot of problems. One of the things I had to deal with quite a bit, but prior to tithing was flat tires or running out of gas and things like that. But I noticed immediately upon tithing, I had no more flat tires. It was a decade before I got a, a flat tire again. Um, no other kind of issues like if there was some emergencies, the money quickly came to take care of it. And so I immediately saw the benefits of tithing. But I wanted more. I knew in the word it said that God would open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing so great that I would not have room enough to receive it all. And guess what? I have room. <laughs> so I, as I always do, ask the father because I know God is He's a God of his word. He makes a covenant keeping promise with us. And if he says it, I believe it and I receive it. So if there's an issue of me receiving it, it's never about God giving it. It's about me receiving it. It's about some type of hindrance. Is there some blockage in my well? I was listening to Joyce Meyer today and she was talking about, we all have joy. We all have joy. And, but of course, many of us, including myself, don't, we do not walk in joy. We have the fruit of the spirit of joy. So there's got to be something blocking our well so that this joy is not flowing out of us. And some of the things that could be blocking it are what, such as what? Envy, jealousy, um, all sorts of things. The enemy puts big boulders, guilt, um, condemnation, all sorts of depression, all sorts of things he puts in our well to try to block the fruits of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, and self-control. Against such there is no law. And he does the same thing in our 
finances. God has given us the riches and wealth of Christ Jesus. We can do all things in and through Christ Jesus. If we seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, which is Christ Jesus, God, God will give all things unto us. So if we're having a receiving problem, then it's us. There's some wrong teaching, wrong, wrong doctrine, some blockage in our financial wells. And so I have been talking to God and he had been taking me to the next level, the next dimension of the abundance of his blessings in the area of finances. One of the first things I started meditating on was Jesus Christ as he spoke to Peter to go and get the first fish and take the coin out of the first fish mouth. And as I meditate on that and thought on that and cried out to God for the coin from the fish's mouth, I have seen money flowing to me beyond my paycheck, right? So, and so I was meditating on this some more and I know that there's more. And of course, we not only have to be a tither, but we have to have a heart, a giving heart. We should give with a cheerful heart. And one of the teachings that I, I initially got from um, one of the generals in the kingdom of God, and he is always full of joy, is Jesse DePlantis. And Jesse DePlantis taught me about tithing, of course, but that there are offerings and then there's something called the seed. And then Andrew Womack gave me a deeper revelation about the seed. And so I want to share this with you because as I go to the next level of financial breakthroughs, I want you to come with me. So basically, we have to tie. That is a command. There's not an option. No, you, you, you don't have to give God your 10%, but it's still his tithe. And so you will not receive the blessings. Now, people say, well, then you're going to get the curses. Well, I'm not a proponent of that if I am under Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus took all my curses. He took all my sickness. He took all my de diseases. He took all my lack. He took all my poverty. He took it all. And he gave me his riches, his wealth, his righteousness. So I don't believe on the, the coin of the of the um, curses, but it may feel like a curse because you're not, not getting the blessings. Right. So so you need to tithe and tithe is a command and it is the first the first the first 10 percent of your increase, the first 10 percent of your income. After that, you get into offerings. And this is where Jesse DePlantis basically taught me some things about offerings. And of course, many of us are familiar with um, um, love offerings where we, we give offerings to our pastors or people that we love and people in ministry. Um, we, we give them love offerings. Um, there's also the one that we're most familiar with in the world is very big and then this and that's um the offering of compassion right or when we give to the alms to the poor and things like that well that's a loan to god because god says if you give to the poor if you give to those people in need he will repay so that has a one-to-one -one ratio what you give to the poor you will reap one-to-one 
And then we have the, what I call, um, the barley or really the Passover harvest, which is an offering that you give around Passover. And it's considered like, um, the barley harvest. And, and it's like first fruits as well. And there are promotions that come with that. Doors open up for you for jobs and, um, things like that. So that's the barley harvest. And then there is the wheat harvest and that comes around Pentecost, right? And so around Pentecost, you give what we call the wheat harvest. And that is where you, um, reap land and gold and silver and money. And, you know, so that's the wheat harvest. And then around the Feast of Booth, the Feast of Tabernacles, there is something called the grape harvest. Now, this harvest is really awesome because when you give during this harvest, this is where you reap in time and hard times. This is where the rich get richer during this time. Um, so this is the grape harvest. So you will reap benefits during times of hard times. You'll reap increased doors and opportunities um, will open up to you. For example, um, during the uh, down economic downturn, Warren Buffett was able to finally buy into gold. I think it was Golden Sachs. And, um, and it was, that's, um, a Jewish um, investment company and it, Gentiles <laughs> have a hard time getting into that. But because of the economic downturn, he was able to get by a seat and get on the investment board of Goldman and Sachs. So that's an example of the grape, grape harvest, right? Okay, so we have those, but then we have something called the Seed and the seed is when you have a need, right? And you actually want to give a seed, you're sowing a seed in faith for this need. And this is where you get into 30, 60, and 100 fold, and even up to a thousand fold. Isaac actually did this when he when God told him not to go to Egypt like his father Abraham did in time of famine and he sowed seed in this hard hard ground and with and there was a drought so there was no water and he reaped a hundredfold return that's supernatural right that is the seed and where um, Andrew Womack took me to to a deeper revelation of the understanding of the seed was in the case of Elijah and the the, the widow from Zarephath. Now, it's, this is a very interesting um, spiritual revelation about seed and harvest. And you really have to have your mind open and ask the Holy Spirit to give you eyes to see and ears to hear, because this is a really great secret about finances and the abundance of finances, especially in the time of drought, especially in the time of famine, especially when you're having economic hard times. It's good to know this revelation. So let's get, let's set the whole story up. Okay. We know that we had a wicked king, Ahab. He had a wicked queen called Jezebel. And 
God had had enough. So he sent his prophet, Elijah, to tell them that there will be no rain nor dew until Elijah said so. And then God immediately, and this was very powerful because Jezebel had put to death many prophets of God. And so obviously Elijah was putting his life on the line when he walked into the um, palace and told um, Eli- told uh, Ahab and Jezebel that there will be no rain nor dew until he said so. So he did it. He walked in and he walked out alive. And God sent him there. This is a this is a critical part that you need to understand. God sent him there, but God did not send Elijah there. And I'll tell you where there is in a minute. Until he obeyed the first command. So Elijah, not knowing what was going to happen to him, he did not know, just like Daniel, just like Joseph, he did not know, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he did not know, just like Esther, she did not know. So he walked in and he didn't know if he was going to be lived or not, but he obeyed God. And of course, God got him out of there. Angels surrounded him, protected him. And God told him that he had made provisions for him. What? There, not where he, not at the palace, but there. And there was the brook sheriff, the brook sheriff. So Elijah had to go to the brook sheriff to get the provisions that God had already commanded the ravens to bring him meat and bread and the water was come flowing that he needed was going to be coming from the brook sheriff. So notice this is supernatural ravens bringing him um, meat and bread and raven is a dirty bird, right? And spiritual terms, it's a dirty bird. So God's basically saying he may have your enemies. He may have people that you may not even consider um, your friends or anything like that, bringing you your needs. Now, you need to understand that. And this is supernatural. God works in the supernatural and God works in the natural. Okay, so he had the ravens, which was supernatural to bring him meat and bread. And he had water, which was natural, from the brook sheriff. And he stayed there, and he stayed there, and he stayed there until the brook dried up. And, okay, so the brook had dried up. And so Elijah didn't move. Now, notice this. Elijah did not move. He did not say, well, the brook dried up. Let me find another place for some more water. No, he stayed until he got another word from the Lord. So he got a word and God told him to go that he had commanded a widow in Zarephath to take care of take care of him, to sustain him. Now, the interesting thing is, is that this woman was a Gentile. And the other interesting thing is this was the home of Jezebel. So God may have you just like he did with Moses, had Moses actually raised in the palace of the Pharaoh that had condemned all the, the, the male children to be tossed into the Nile. He actually had the Pharaoh's sister raised Moses in the palace, right? So God is interesting. So he actually chose a widow woman in Seraphath where the hometown of Jezebel. 
and she's a Gentile. There were many, I'm sure, many widows, Jewish widows. But God, he, you cannot figure God out. So in some cases, now some things he wants you to figure him out and you can get that through the word. Okay. And the Holy Spirit. But back to the revelation about the finances. So this woman had been commanded. So God spoke to this Gentile woman, told her that he was sending his prophet Elijah and for her to sustain him during the drought. Well, this woman actually was about to die. She had a son, and her and her son were about to die. And she had enough oil and and meal left to make a cake for her and her son to eat. She went and got a couple of sticks. She was actually there. She was not sitting in her home moaning and crying and she knew she heard, got a word from the Lord, but she got up and did her duties. She went out and found a couple of sticks so that she could prepare the final meal for her and her son. But as she went out to get her sticks, she was on the lookout for the prophet of God. So here comes Elijah on the scene. He sees a, a woman working. She is not sitting in the house. She is there. Just like he went there, she went there and got the sticks. So Elijah says to her, will you please bring me some water to drink? Now, of course, Elijah could have provided his own water, but he was testing to see who she was. And she was trying to figure out who he was because her life depended on making sure that she obeyed God and obeyed him to the right person, right? So as she's walking, this woman walks, a total stranger, asks her for water. She is obviously, this is not a good day. This is her last day, she thinks, on earth. Well, her and her son will soon be starving to death. And so, but even in this, at her lowest, lowest point in her walk, Okay, in her life, right, she still had enough in her to go get a stranger something to drink. So that told Elijah that this probably was the woman that God told him, the widow, that God told him to approach. So the fact that she was a giver, even in hard times, notice that. Okay. So as she's walking, she's going to get the water. Then he lays on her. And can you make me a little cake and bring it to me first? Here we go now. First fruit principle. And she then says, and this is where um, there's some interpretations on this. And I like Andrew Warmack's interpretation of this. Basically, she, 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 she declares, she tells him, as God is my witness, sir, I'm going to take these two sticks, make this cake, feed it to my son and myself, and we're going to die. Now, why would she tell a total stranger that? I believe, like Andrew Warmack believed, that she was trying to feel out, is this the man of God that God sent to what? Sent me to provide for? And then... Elijah gives her the word of God. Elijah tells her basically that God sent him and that she, 
don't worry, don't fear, that go ahead and make the first cake. Make the first piece of cake, a small piece of cake. Give it to him first. A lot of people look at that from the natural perspective and say, there we go again. There go those pastors. Here they go. Taking the poor people's money. Here they go. This is a war. This is a widow. He's going to take her money. No, you got to look at it from the supernatural perspective. You've got to look at it from the eyes of God. God, Elijah wasn't taking from her. Elijah was giving to her because she had to obey and give the first fruit to the man of God so that the Overflow so that her well of wealth and abundance could get unclogged so that the, so that the stones of greed and selfishness could be removed from her what? Well of wealth, of riches and wealth. Oh yes. He was positioning her to receive from God. But in the natural, it didn't look that way. But in the supernatural, that's exactly what was happening. So then what happens? She goes and does. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. She obeys. Everybody says Elijah. No, she obeyed God because God had already come and spoken to her. That's why you got to be really careful. You got to discern the spirits of people. Yes, unfortunately, there are men and women of God who have gotten into the flesh Right. They're anointed, but they've gotten into the flesh and they have taken advantage of the sheep. They have taken advantage of people by asking them for things that God did not say. Right. But God does also ask us to give. So you need to discern with the spirit of God. Is this God or is this manipulation? Is this God or this is the enemy trying to siphon off my finances? Is this God? And she knew that that was God because God had come to her first. Okay, so she goes in. She does as God instructed. She gave the man of God the cake. And guess what happened? She had cake, enough meal and all left to make cake for her and her son. And guess what? I believe like Andrew Warmack that she did this every day. She got up in the morning. She made the the man of God, the first fruit principle, like the tithe, God first. And guess what? Miraculously, the oil and the meal was enough for her and her son to eat. And guess what? This went on for three and a half years. This is supernatural. And I'm telling you, it's real because I have had a similar experience Basically, we were running low on um, ink for our printers and I I had no money to go out and buy ink. And God, the Holy Spirit, told me to go in and get one of my old cartridges. I put that old cartridge in and that cartridge provided me black ink for two over two years. That's supernatural, guys. That's supernatural. Okay, so let's get back to Elijah. Let's get back to and the widow from Zarephath. Okay, so this woman, in obedience to God's word, sustained Elijah, right, and herself and her son for three and a half years out of out of a little thing of oil and um, wheat and a meal, right? Now, 
something bad happens. Oh, yeah. Now, the enemy going to still try to come. Her only son dies. That's right. Her only son, her only child dies in the middle of her being obedient to God's word. This is a tough thing that a lot of Christians have to get through. Why do bad things happen to me even when I'm doing good? I'm doing as God commanded because God is trying to take you to another level. He permits the enemy. He permits the enemy sometimes to test us. And what did the woman do? She went to Elijah and she said, what have you brought upon me? What have you done? Have my sins caught up with me? I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if that child was out of wedlock. I don't know. But I know that she did say, are my sins catching up with me? Through the form of my son dying. And a lot of people think this. And a lot of Christians think this, unfortunately. And what did Elijah do? Elijah took the boy, said, give me the boy, took the boy upstairs, laid the boy on the bed, put his body over the boy, put his body over the boy's body, and prayed and prayed and asked God to put the boy's soul back into his body. And guess what? God heard Elijah's prayer and she and he brought the boy, he brought God brought the boy back to life through his servant, Elijah. So this is the first first time that someone's raised from the dead. This is before Elisha raises the, a, another son of a, of a woman from the dead. but She wasn't a widow. And then, of course, Christ Jesus himself raised what? Someone from the dead. And then later, Peter raised someone from the dead. So, so Elijah, this was the first time that a human, through the power of God, raised someone from the dead. And she, so God knew the enemy was coming after this woman's son and had positioned her not only to be sustained through the drought for three and a half years by the man of God, by obedience to God's word and sustaining the man of God. But also her son, her line, the lineage of her line was saved. Her son was raised from the dead because of her simple obedience and trusting God. So what are we to learn from this, brothers and sisters? What are we to learn from this, spiritual believers? What are we to learn from this, audience? What does this have to do with finances, Dr. Davis? It has something to do like this. If the Holy Spirit moves you to give a seed, sometimes we don't have enough money to cover the bills. Sometimes we don't have enough money. And this is the time when we need to take that money and turn it into a seed and give it to a need in the kingdom of God. Okay. And I guarantee you, you will see breakthroughs in your finances. Recently, our church just left for Peru and we were trying to raise an additional $5,000 for to do works there in Peru for the people in Peru. And we were short $12. Well, I heard I was listening to God. I was listening to my pastor and I discreetly went up there and handed him over to over $12, right? And handed it to him. I said, this is the to get us at the top of the $5,000. Why? Because 
It's about hearing the Holy Spirit. I have many financial needs. I'm trying to get a job for the summer. My contract ends in May and picks up again in August, right? So I definitely need, right, a job for the summer. And I have, because I still have bills. I still have student loans. I still have all these things that I have to take care of. I've got two children. And I know that my God is going to meet all my needs and some. I know my God is going to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on me so great that I'm not I'm not going to have room enough to receive it all. I believe it and I'm going to receive it. I have the righteousness. I am the righteousness of God Christ Jesus, not by my actions and deeds, but by the actions and deeds of my Savior, Christ Jesus. I receive his righteousness. And because of this, I reap the benefits. I reap the riches and wealth of Christ Jesus. I reap, I reap healing and health. I don't have to worry about the coronavirus. That everybody's running around in fear about. I know that the blood of Jesus covers me. I know that Psalms 91 says that pestilence cannot touch me. No plague can touch my household. No plague can touch me or my children or anybody in my household. I know this because God's word is real and true. And so let's get back to how is this? This finances? How is this fine? These finances? Brought When you're giving your tithe, you're giving your offering, and yet you still have needs, start learning how to sow a seed and take that seed and sow it. And it'll bring you 30, 60, 100 fold. And in the case, in some cases, a thousand fold. And guess what? I'm trying to get to where the general of the kingdom of God, Jesse DePlantis is. He's actually sowing harvest now. He's sowing harvest. That means this is a seed. He sowed a seed and got a harvest and then took the harvest and sowed the harvest. Now God showed him not only that, he's going to start reaping orchards. He showed him in the spirit and in the natural. He showed him an orchard, an orchard of almond trees. And basically he is going to reap all that because now Jesse DePlanet has graduated to the level of sowing his harvest. Spiritual believers, God is real. I remember one of the first times when I was, you know, in the process of trying to get my doctorate at Baylor University, and I had my two little babies, Joshua and Jordan, which is little babies then, and my former husband was um, living in Sarasota, Florida, and he was working as the stormwater manager there. And basically, he had already decided he was in the process of releasing me from my marriage. He was going to divorce me. So things were very hard for me. And I never forget, I laid down on the floor and I worshiped my God. And the next day, God gave me five thousand dollars i remember another time that i really needed finances to sustain me once again it was in the summer when i did not have money i did not have a job for the three months and god gave me thirty eight thousand dollars i remember again just recently <laughs> i was crying out to god asking for the the golden coin from the fish's mouth and I really wanted to take my mother with me to Atlantic City for the 100th anniversary of the Association of Teacher Educators Conference. 
And I wanted my mother Who has done so much for me Esther Williams To go with me And God gave me over $3,000 Out of the blue Once again I know God is real And if you want to go with me To the next level Of financial breakthroughs Of of supernatural breakthroughs In your health and healing Start giving a seed A seed is beyond the tithe A seed is beyond the offerings A seed is for a need And you have to give it in faith Spiritual believers I would like to close this broadcast With Romans 10.9 That if you confess with your mouth The Lord Jesus And believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Thank you for once again joining me on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. And guess what? Sow that seed and get your knees met. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Dr. Edith Davis. Presence, Lord.